Hey everybody, welcome back. It is a fancy rugby game. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. Let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> wild weekend, and we got a big week ahead of us too. Holy shit, there's a lot going here. Yeah, finally, like this was some entertaining matches. So much, much better quality. So we, just like we saw with Aotearoa and, and Australia, mm-hmm. uh, week two was showed much better than week one. All around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, we, you know, they talked about the penalties and all the matches and stuff, and like how. Yeah, that's yeah. they. Yeah, they. Time Northern Hemisphere that. referees like to get involved, so yeah, there were a couple that definitely got involved. Yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, we saw a lot in in uh, Australia this weekend of the referees just being like, oh, you know what, you know, there were a lot of tries scored off forward passes and, and other kind of shenanigans. <laughs> and other, and other, they're just like, other yeah, wrong calls. it was a try. Let's let it stand. I'm like, oh fuck, okay. <laughs> like, you know, I couldn't believe some of them. I was like, uh, all right, I guess we're going with it. All right, we're going to do that now. That's okay. Hey, look, as long as. It, if everybody can do it, that's that's all that matters. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can throw like, a pass like three three meters forward and and let it <laughs> break, be a line break for Close. a try. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. Close enough. Leaves some of them. I was like, yeah, okay, I guess Extremely we're going to just play it through. Um, let's uh, go libation here. Oh yeah, live live nation. Obviously, find us on your favorite podcast app, Apple, Google Play. Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, rate, review, preferably a, a positive review, but honestly, we're okay with feedback. We'll live. Yeah. <laughs> you won't hurt our feelings that much, I promise. <laughs> Trust me, if we were taking it that seriously, um, this operation would be far smoother than it's gone in the last two and a half years. <laughs> what people don't seem to maybe know is that we're not, both of us are ext- actually extremely thin. We've just got really thick skin. <laughs> yeah, it might look chubby. It's just thick skin. Something to that uh, that effect, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Um, obviously, this week it's a huge <laughs> week for um, the rugby magazine. Um, get your upgrades. It's going to make your life so much easier with so all valuable the, with all the with all the rotation that's about to happen between either. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe the squad doesn't rotate completely in the midweek because they're working on you know a certain game. But man. Either one, either this weekend or the midweek game, you're gonna you're gonna want it. So um, mm-hmm. get your upgrade. Um, you know, support the guys at the Rugby Mag. They're they're awesome. So uh, get that. That way, your life will be easier. Um, also, make sure that you're checking out George. He's gonna have all kinds of tips. I'm sure George is working overtime right now on absolutely all the, uh, all, all the uh, fancy notes and and such. Um, usually if we get it wrong, George has got it right. So yeah. <laughs> just remember that <laughs> one of the three of us will get it right. I promise. Um, so yeah, make sure you check out George, buy him a beer, coffee, etc. as well. Um, quick note on the, obviously we, we are always going to be in support of black lives matter. Um, you know, it was, I think it was pretty clear that, um, as much as was made about the South Africans and even, you know, guys like Billy V, um, it's not that they're against against it per se. They're supportive of their teammates. You know, um, I think was it two two of the South Africans were holding Marlon Yard's hand while he, he was on a knee um, pregame there. So I think it's clear that they support they support it's not these guys. Intent. It's and not yeah. yeah. And I, I wasn't even saying it was obviously. I I I, I try to be open mind. You know, you know. I, I, again, mm-hmm. Americans are far more racist than than. South Africans in general. So I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not pointing fingers so much as just noticing trends. Um, Correct. So, yeah, but it's good to see that they, it's not, you know, yeah, 
they, they, they support the movement. It's just not, you know, the kneeling thing. And I, I kind of get that. Yeah. Um, I would just prefer it if they did yeah. um, as a show. Uh, but we did, you know, we, we haven't even yet another reason to be talking about it, though, because uh, there was um, another black man shot. I know. Was... Yesterday in, in the U.S. Yeah. Um, there's guy a pro- named there's Jake a problem, Blake. Man. I would love to have a teammate that's Jake Blake, by the way. <laughs> yes. Like, that's somebody who I'm like, no, I want to I want to be his rugby teammate, not, yeah. uh, you know, uh, he's fighting for his life. So not hoping yeah. he, he survives. Hope, hope he's so, a, hope he, yeah, hope he makes it through. This, that, this, this means something, you know, every time we, we, we see this happen and do nothing um, and don't speak up this, it just, you know, we're asking for more, you know, more Jake Blakes and mm-hmm. we, we yeah. can't have that. Yeah. And you know, and while we're, and we'll touch on this really quickly because we don't want to get too deep into it because we do have other stuff. Um, but it's definitely worth something um, opening up about. Um, it, we talked about it a couple weeks ago when when Jess joined us. Um, World Rugby's got it wrong. It's it's not a it's not a mystery to anybody that's listened to this podcast for longer than five seconds. But you know, to have a bunch of old white dudes make a decision about nothing they have any clue about mm-hmm. um, just speaks to the the volumes of problems that we face as when has that ever gone planet. well i know it's never gone <laughs> it's history. never gone well <laughs> it's never gone well of course it's it hasn't a, but this is not a recent thing no um this is just not going well overall no. so um yeah i myself you know i've i've gone um, fairly outspoken on it on social media in it and um you know these are people that they're people you know they're people they they, they need to we need to stop looking at them like science experiments like mm-hmm. jesus uh, this is yeah, it's, this, this, we're not uh, there's so many things a person I say, trying yeah. to live their life i mean yeah, you, I, yeah. And, and can you have no empathy or sympathy or or can't imagine you know yourself in their shoes like yeah let's, yeah let's i mean yeah and you know people. they're they're all like oh it was that? it was science-based i'm like yeah it's the same science based that something yeah. like what the health or unwell was based on get the fuck right out there's a here. lot of there's a lot of things that are quote-unquote science-based you know it's oh. just yeah get out of here with that how shit. junk your sciences yeah no so i you know i i personally um will definitely you know always stand up for their right to um to play the game because this is this is a game for yeah. everybody and um if we're gonna peddle that message we've we've sent the wrong one um as is um so i hope somebody comes to their senses eventually um you know, in my in my opinion, I think this is the place where because the U.S. rugby and we know what a fucking shamble that is, um, because they've completely just fucked it for the women's team. This is something mm-hmm. that they that they believe in heavily. So if the U.S. wants to try and make things right, this would be a good place to start. Good place for, for them, them to start stepping up, yeah. For them to go to the door of World Rugby and say you fucked up. Um, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen on the U.S. level, at least not that high up. Um, you know, coming out of the offices in Colorado it would be nice mm-hmm. um and it would be a good way to start setting things right I just don't I I don't believe in the U.S. rugby system at the moment so no. um, that's just where that's at so yeah um all right let's 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 go another note shall we uh yeah. let's find something else to talk about um you let's go to super rugby AU how about that that's a that sounds like fun um yeah, geez. I mean, I, I mean, it was fun, but really, you know, not competitive in a, in a whole lot of ways. Um, not so much. Yeah, uh, go through the scores real quick here. Force five, Reds fifty seven. Oh. <laughs> uh, Brumbies thirty eight. Yeah, more, that was, that was kind of gross. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, so let's go to um, let's go let's go over to the Force way here. Um, 
Yeah, it wasn't – I mean, this is a Reds team that they were kind of stumbling, mm-hmm. and then they obviously fixed themselves against the Rebels, and now they're on the uptick again. So this is the exact wrong time for a team like the Force to run into this team. Um, yeah. It was competitive <laughs> for a bit, but <laughs> – yeah, but. So. Yeah, it, and I, it kind of got – there's a lot of – like, I, I let's also give credit to the referee. Um, they, they did a fantastic job in, in the uh, – um the whole crew there was like a, a, a who was it um tate mcdermott's what it would have been his hat trick try and um the tmo was like no he knocked it on like he knocked it on in goal like they didn't even get to the tmo no, <laughs> the tmo he, was just he, he already was like it. yeah no no not no try <laughs> he was so like it. that's how hard is that <laughs> that was a, a very it's well nice to see that yeah crew my only my only complaint is that they should uh the, the refereeing should have made it uh, a little bit harder on the reds towards the end a little make make them be perfect not iffy yeah that's what i'm talking about with like, some of the forward passes that were let go it's like, you can't you can't let that go in this kind of situation because it's already you know that's going to get ugly it was out um, of hand it was out of hand so like, let, of make hand. them make them earn the point you know don't mm. just be like ah they they should have scored that try let them have it like nah. let's you know <laughs> <laughs> let's not make it like like let's give let's have this you know, give, give the force something. They're going to lose. Let's right. not make it – let's not just let it get ugly. No. I mean, James O'Connor, well over 20-odd points. Um, he got – what did they say? He's the first guy to get 100 points with three different clubs in Australia. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, certainly speaks to his level of ability, that's for sure. Definitely. He, and he had himself a hell of a match. He loses both his centers uh, in the first half. Yeah, so um, he ends up so playing means, center and Hegarty comes to 10. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, and then okay. – that really O'Connor even his I thought his like the the playmaking as far as him being the one getting run off of um mm-hmm. rather than than just distributing um I thought that was fantastic that was that was really he, he wore that 12 jersey really well well it's played the 12, 12 position, position yeah 10 jersey. yeah he's um he's not he's not too bad um Moses Roby re- made a reappearance he, we haven't seen him for a little while did. um didn't look, didn't look so bad no yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I mean, if this was a if this was a a better team, sorry, Force. If this was a better team, the Reds probably would have been in trouble losing both their centers so damn fast. Yeah. Um, turned out to be not such a big not deal. So bad. No. But yeah, it, that's definitely something that can go very. Because it, it felt awry. like their offense, their attack, like opened up after that. They said, "All right, well, we can't. It's not like we can pound it with our centers. So let's let's run it wide." And that that really, uh, I think that's kind of why the score got out of hand. Mm, they they pretty much stayed in though, control yeah. of it, but but like kept the pace low uh, in the first half. Mm. It just I mean kinda, I, the floodgates opened for, up. I felt bad for Fluke especially because he's a young kid. Yeah. Didn't, I think it was his first start, um, and you know that's just like ooh man, you know this is your first start and it ends in twenty minutes because you get a you get an injury that was that was really unfortunate looking. So, uh, freak uh, injury, yeah, that was bad. I, that's un, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you know what are you gonna do? Um, and Tate, I mean, Tate McDermott, we talked about him last week, possibly being, you know, the Wallabies nine. I think he needs to be wearing a gold shirt at the very least. I know he's playing against a lesser opponent, but damn, he still, he still knows where to find gaps. So yeah, he does. Um, and he, yeah, he's great in support. He, he's, his, his distribution's been pretty damn good. Leads people into, you know, where they need to be or gets it to them if they want to distribute, like mm-hmm. he gives good service and he can run. Mm-hmm. the fuck more do you need yeah no it's it's hard to say that you need more than that 
Uh, yeah. So uh, really, really, uh, this is probably one of the ugliest we've seen the, for the force. And, you know, they, they fight tooth and nail for about 60, 65 minutes and make it interesting. And then they, and, that, and then yeah. they let go and it's just, you know, it's a sign of, you know, their, their lack of depth. It's a sign of their, their fitness levels and, you know, ABC, you know, XYZ, it's all, it's, it's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully they are in the competition next year and they can raise their game a little bit and they can get a little bit of capital from rugby, yeah. uh, uh, rugby <clears throat> Australia. That'd be, yeah, that'd you be can really see that you can them. see how some of the guys that are kind of just in MLR shape and <laughs> yeah, not need, great, not always to, great. <laughs> yeah. They need to get to super rugby Australia shape. Yeah. So it will be uh, a long road ahead for the force. Um, they have what, one more game, two more games, two more games. So uh, we'll see if they can, you know, at least make one close. <laughs> they made the, <laughs> obviously they made the the Rebels game close and Rebels kind of made it close on their own self. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, let's go over to GIO. Uh, Brumbies and Waratahs. This was, an, you know, a build a fairly competitive game and, you know, Dan Bickerman Cup on the line and so forth. Um, I love Dan Bickerman, by the way. I just, I just got to say that every time they play, they, they put this cup out there. I'm like, oh man, I, I, I remember him as a player and then I remember what happened to him afterwards. And it was just so sad. It was just so very sad. Um, but so I, I do enjoy it. I like this match only be only if for no other reason other than that. Um, so, uh, yep, it's, uh, it's hanging. It's going to stay in, in Canberra. <laughs> uh, they, they had a slight, slight, um, def- uh, edge the first time around this time it was much more convincing. Um, even with some of the some of the changes that they have with like Lonergan coming in, um, Salomone Katan at thirteen instead of twelve, with Simone at tw- uh, sticking around at twelve, and yeah, it's um, it, this Brumbies team is obviously very good. It's not news, you know, <laughs> really isn't. Um, Certainly not. Um, you know, Fianga uh, had a rest. Carl uh, McInerney came in and uh looked pretty good actually it was his throws were um were better than Fienga's, i can say that <laughs> yeah they, they, it didn't seem like that you know they certainly there were there were ter- more there were much worse throws in the other match so mm. uh, Agreed. yeah this was this looked much more competent in the uh in, in the set piece in general mm-hmm. yeah it was um you know it was it's they talked about um and it was really surprising that the Reds couldn't take advantage of it. But the Waratahs are just a very small pack. And really, uh, to me, part of the reason is, one, Tom Horton's not a big guy right now. He's, you know, he's a young, he's a youngster. He hasn't put, put, put the bulk on yet. Um, so he needs to, you know, he doesn't need to put on a ton of KGs, but he does need to put a few on. And I'm not talking about in the middle either. I'm saying he should probably make sure they go somewhere either to his legs or his shoulders. <laughs> and then um, Ned Hannigan, it's probably his best position lock, honestly. Um, I don't like him at flanker. He's not – he's dynamic, but he's not accurate in his, in, in, when he's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, But, again, he's undersized as a lock. Um, he's built probably like a six, which some people say that's fine, but he's the six that – you know, he's not a lock that bumped out to, to yeah. six. He's a, he's, a, he's a six that bumped into Not like lock. a Courtney Laws. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not, not like that. And, you know, it, it sounds like they're the same, but they are different. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Joey Walton you know, didn't acquit himself super well in this match. Um, he has had better games. This was not one of them. <laughs> this was not one of them by any means whatsoever. Um, you know, I thought Gus, I thought Gus did, him, did him pretty hard with that. <laughs> was it the Lonergan try that opened things up? I was like, um, yeah, that's, I, <laughs> that's not, that's offsides. 
that, that's the thing. He's like, well, I awarded a trial already, so there has to be a reason for me to to overturn it. And it's like, yeah, the, you mean the the scrum half still standing like a meter in front of the, the guy who just kicked it? And the 22 never was put on side. Like, the 22 was right there for reference, yeah. too. That's the sad part. Like, that was right there for reference to use for him to go, oh, yeah, he's in front of the line and the kick comes from behind the line game over like that's that's a that's a penalty yeah so it's kind of on the it, it's on the tmo a little bit but it's also on the referee to just open your eyes and be like oh fuck i missed that my bad yeah <laughs> penalty <laughs> so it's um yeah and then yeah. as it kind of wore on you, you you saw that like um it was it got a little chippy mm-hmm. uh, because of such shit like that you know like you let something let something go it can that, do that yeah that, you know and you feel like ah oh, that kind of just was the, the the it snowballed from there um so, you know, you don't feel like you have any sway with the referee. Um, and then you take it on the other team. That seemed like the, the, the Taz were doing a lot of uh, afters. Yeah, a little and bit. It's like, and then, the, I guess, yeah, the, the referee sort, had to sort and step in and sort it out after a try. I can't remember whose it was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Muirhead. It might have um, yeah, been after Murhead's try. No, it wasn't. It was a different one. Uh, oh, it was one of the right tries. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, it's one of the right That's tries. I think he shoved yeah. – um, Jake Gordon or something, and it's like he's like, "Don't do that," and you know, I'm going to make it worse. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, like, but that's you know that that should he's like, yeah, it should be fun, but it's Mm -hmm. not because they're pissed because the referee already fucked him up. Yeah, Um, yeah, so he's got to come in and and sort that shit out. Yeah, I do want to give quite a bit of credit to Tom Horton. He got thrown into a bit of the fire here, um, not knowing that he was going to have to play this much, and he's done fairly well. You know, we talked about his. He's a little undersized, but again, that's played to his benefit in the loose, and he's he's used it. He's got himself at least one, if not two, tries um, in open play. So I, I give him uh, I give him a lot of credit for having to do what he's doing, kind of short notice, and not mm-hmm. and being like, huh, I did not know that I would have to start a hooker almost every game, but okay, you know, he'll take it. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, and he hasn't performed terribly by any means whatsoever. Um, uh, there was one other thing that was on my brain. Oh yeah, Nick White. Duh. Nick White coming back to Australia finally. Where the hell has he been? <laughs> Hiding. I guess he had to go. In, I guess he had to go into quarantine, and that I'm was not, part of the problem. Yeah, I'm also not missing him at all from Exeter. I was. I was kind of been happy to see their scrum halves, although they've been doing okay, um, but not Nick yeah. White level. So that 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 no. makes me happy to see. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm happy. I'm perfectly happy seeing Nick White back in Australia. Yeah, you stay there, Nick. You're good. Yeah. You're good there. You stay there. Um, and we found out a little bit from um, the sideline interviews. Um, Lalesio is not far away from coming back, which is a terrifying thing for the rest of the, the competition, I think, because if, you know, Bailey Kunzel's done pretty well for himself. And, you know, you have, you have him, come, you have Lalesio coming back, who's definitely better than him by far, honestly. Um, if, you know, you have Powell and Nick White potentially as your one, two scrum half combination, although I'm sure Lonergan's going to have something to say about that. But still, like, there, there's a lot to be feared for the Brumbies yeah. if they start. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the hamstrings are, are, are touchy, but it's been already, what, like three weeks? At least. So he should be coming. I mean, that sh- it should be at most, just, like, a, if, if it's a really bad one, unless you've, like, you know, torn it or something like that. But it's, mm-hmm. like, severely torn it. But nah, it's usually, like, a, yeah. a two- to four-weeker. Yeah. So, and if it's, if it's bad, it's here. maybe a little bit longer than that. Mm-hmm. You know, if they, or if they want to be uh, cautious, that's cool. But – yeah, there's no reason why he shouldn't be playing again. Yeah, he said he's running again. So yeah, I, I would suspect we are going to see probably even before the knockout round starts. Um, I would suspect we'll. we'll yeah, I was going to think he'd be, at least be back for the knockout round, but 
Oh yeah, I think he'll definitely earlier. be back for them, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's back before that. So uh, yeah, good to see that. Um, I really like him, so I, I hope mm-hmm. yeah, we get to see him a little bit more before this competition ends. Okay, um, let's uh, let's head back north. Um, Friday, <laughs> a wild Friday for all of us. Um, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday for everybody to just pack it all in and sit back and watch. Um, let's go over to up to AJ Bell. Uh, sale 22. I'll actually I'll go through the scores real quick. Sale 22, Exeter 32, Wasps um, take care of Western 32 17. Uh, a humdinger over, over at Kingsholm, 20, Gloucester 24, Bristol 33. Um, Saturday, Saracens take care of business 38 24. Uh, Northampton finally wake up and beat the Irish 3 27. And then Leicester and Bath. Bath take down Leicester fairly easily 38 16. Um, let's go over to AJ Bell. Sale and Exeter. Uh, this was this was this started off pretty good, and then um, either Exeter woke up or Sale went to sleep, and I'm trying to figure out which one it is. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Yeah, which, yeah. It, 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 I mean, although I, I have a feeling it was more Sale going to sleep because mm-hmm. they they got some some sneaky yep. tries anyway. They did get it, some. They got some nice looking tries. Honestly, Exeter. the Curry and the and the Dupria try were both very nice. Right. Um, well executed. Uh, but yeah, like a Luke Cowandicki, quick, you know. Quick tap and go. What are you doing? Like they're um, talking about it, and you can hear him talking about it. Right. <laughs> they still they still go to sleep on it. Like that, get that low and, ha- and stop the bowling ball. That that should ha- that should be stopped. You know, well before you get to premiership level rugby. Like this <laughs> this is uh it's pretty simple. That's something you see at you know at the club level. Right. Not 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 at uh you know not at this level. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's a it's amateur hour there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Cowan, Dickey, and Simmons both told us to go fuck ourselves for a sit of the yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> Big time, thirty yeah. plus both of them. <laughs> um, no, I had Cowan Dickey as a start, didn't I? Yeah, but I had him as a sit of the week. Oh, oh, okay. Well, then there. Yeah, okay. And you That's had, how and you had Simmons. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Although I will, see, yeah, because I was going to say that that I, I I was right about pretty much every other player for Exeter except for. Sam guy. Simmons, and <laughs> that was a way wrong one to be wrong about. But yeah, yeah, uh, damn, yeah, and that was a good. Oh. That was a very well worth try too. Like, sure was, it was great, great pass, great, great line, and good support line uh, from Simmons as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it was well deserved. Everybody, everybody executed it very well. Um, and Exeter, you know, they did it. They did it um, kind of the way you wanted way. to do. You, well, in in some ways, yes, because they had the. They had the Simmons and the Hog try, which were both very dynamic and, mm-hmm. and, and very open. And then they had the ugly ones like the Cowan right. Dickey and the Vermeulen try. So, yeah, it's this is kind of what you hope Exeter can that, be in some ways. Yeah. That penalty count, though, mm. like that was like it was ridiculous. It was like, what, 22 to nine or something like I can't mm. remember. It was double digits to single digits and like in the 20s for for sale to single digits for Exeter at one point. It's like, well, in. I can tell you who's winning on the scoreboard just based on that. Cause I know how, you know, we all know how Exeter play. Um, you, you give them penalties. They're going to just put it in the corner and end up working it in for a try. It was 18 penalties to 13 by the end of it. I thought they were, okay. Shit. I could have sworn Exeter had, had a lot more. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, sale sale had a lot more. Had a lot more. Uh, yeah. That's, that's where the, that's where the last one came at least. Um, uh, then fine. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, and you know, the, the changes were rung. Um, I think Steve Diamond might have made the changes just a wee bit too late by the time mm-hmm. um, you know Curry got the yellow card, and that was that was kind of that, that was yeah, probably, that was kind of it at that point. 
Yeah, um, obviously Cowan Dickey got got his, and and that was kind of all she wrote after that. Um, yeah, Balmona got a consolation, and it was good. It was a well worked move. Um, yes, it was good bit good bit of passing from the back line there, and finally got him over in the corner there. Uh, <laughs> sorry to see Byron McGuigan go down in a heap and. <laughs> <laughs> like he got like he got sniped or something because yeah he, he just went dead on the field as soon as he's as soon as he fell yeah that's not a good thing oh not where i'm supposed to that's not how i work i don't work nope yeah uh, it wasn't good yeah he yeah he didn't even and, have the sometimes you have like the the hobble like the player really tries to get through he was like nope done oh no, he was just done he was just done and that's that's really too bad for them because he is definitely one of their best finishers. I mean, he doesn't yeah. do a whole lot other things, but he does know where the try line is and he can and, usually but, get over it. And Sale needs that mm-hmm. really right now because they, you know, they, they definitely need playmakers. Yeah. Um, they've got enough workers. Um, oh, by not, far. Not so much on the, not, not so much on the fleet of foot mm-hmm. Bernier around the outside. So that, that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be hard the next couple of weeks. Yeah. They're going to need Solomon to definitely step in and, 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 and show his worth and and he looks um, ready yeah anyway yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely um yeah they gotta find you know i don't know if they're gonna bring in maybe they'll um maybe they'll they'll i think any other south africans available for them (laughs) (laughs) i think they need to i think i do think they need to find either either they can put van rensberg or they can put sam hill back in at 12 and and get Tui out to 13 because that's probably his best um, position at this level in in terms of mm-hmm. being the most effective in attack um and because you know it, you saw what he could do he carried freaking three guys on one of the tries i was just like jeez i'm strong you know mm-hmm. and so it's just um yeah it's, it's really unfortunate um uh one more thing on next i don't i don't love cuthbert let me just say that i don't love cuthbert um i feel like o'flaherty kind of got the shaft because Cuthbert does nothing for me personally, and I like O'Flaherty way more than him. Oh, well, I mean, so. it seems to be the uh, just the the split. That's all. Because um, we have we have Exeter's lineup for yeah. He, for this oh yeah, week. And, in, and, and O'Flaherty's playing, he so he's he's going to be one of the one of you know the midweek wing. That's I mean, mm-hmm. that's just the um, the the way that they're going to divvy it up. So yeah, we'll find um, out. Yeah, it sucks to not get picked, but. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I don't think that matters as much. I think they're they're trying to keep as much quality as they can over the the you know over the span of these games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like Don Armand, you know he's the, he's going to be a starter. Like they're these are the guys oh, yeah. who are kind of you know either fringe guys plus some some regular starters. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, they'll 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 get theirs. There's going to be a lot of playing time going around for everybody. No doubt. Yeah, but I mean, I guess if that's the one guy of quality you have to sacrifice, then whatever hopefully he yeah he uh he can show himself uh in the midweek here hmm. all right um let's uh let's get let's skip a few more things and um let's go down to uh where do you want to start you want to start at king's home or you want to go over to rico i i i'm just actually just sitting here why i put on uh for, for the pot i put on wasps worcester because i only watched like 10 minutes of this match okay um just after halftime <laughs> so let's get through it because uh <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was a it was a, a decent competitive match. Um, not yeah, super I mean, pretty. Worcester were leading at half, so I, I kind of I, that's why I tuned in. I was like, oh, let me let me uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least see what happens here um, mm-hmm. because it was I think it was between matches essentially, and so yeah. 
one, one Willis is good as another. <laughs> Tom Willis <laughs> played for his brother and did just as well and, and performed just as well. Um, Augre played amazing. He's, this is a backup hooker, and he's playing at seven, and he did fantastic for this team. Um, I know I understand that both teams were very, very much changed teams, but um, still, I think that speaks very well of him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just, it, it, it's really hard to ignore that. So I, yeah. uh, and it's I crazy to, to go from hooker to, to six too. That's a, that's, that's a, a switch right up. there. So to go to yeah. seven is, is impressive and he performed well, he performed mm-hmm. very well. So, uh, loads of credit to him and he's, he's young and they, they love him. So, um, yeah, I mean, as if they don't have enough back rowers right. already. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that's why he's a hooker. Cause they're like, you know what? Our back row is pretty st- pretty stacked but if yes. you can if, if you can just throw in <laughs> mm-hmm. be accurate in your throws you're, you're you you got a job yeah and yeah and he he might you know he, that's competitive too with Cruz and taylor so mm-hmm. i mean um i have to and we, i think we before we 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 should give get into worcester a little bit here but i have to give lee blackett so much credit because this was a team that kind of lost their way and you know die young was very highly spoken up although you and i both had a different differing opinion mm-hmm. Um, and eventually he lost the room anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. Um, and Lee Blackett's got this team playing so much better. Um, I don't know if it was him that made that switch to Jacob Umaga at 10, but um, he's, been another, he's been another world. Obviously, he didn't start at 10 at this game. So Puaga is lost. I'm sorry. He is mm-hmm. lost. I, and listen, this is a quality player, and I like Lima Sopuaga. He, ha- he is lost out there in the, for this team, and I don't know what it is that he is missing but he needs to find it if he wants to play yeah. ever I mean, again for this he, team. He like, may just be bored, to be perfectly honest. Mm. There's so much, you know, when you know he's used to, I get the ball, I pass it off. I get the ball, I pass it off. And now it's, I, I watch the forwards crash it. I watch, uh, we're, you know, we're going for a kick. Okay, now we're going to set up the events. They're going to box it back to me. Like, there's, there's not nearly as much ball in hand. So I think he's just I, trying to make things happen when he can because – Otherwise, it never really does. Right, but I mean, there there is that. But Umaga has found a way to make himself an impact at the same yeah. time. So, what is it that Umaga is doing that makes him so effective that Sopwaga has failed to failed to grasp? That's and that's a good. That's a very good question. You know, so I, he's and you know even when Umaga came on for the ten minutes mm-hmm. he was on or so, he was effective. You know, he was he made line breaks. Um, Ryan Mills looked really good in this. I'm glad he got a start. Um, he, I, th- I thought he was he was destined for a try, and he just came up short. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> he looked he looked really good. Um, yeah. So this was but of course he of good. course Mills is going to play this game. They're not going to they're not going to not play him for for yeah. Worcester. Yeah, yeah. So um, and then there's before uh, we'll get into Worcester a little bit. Um, before, I just do do want to cover one more thing. Um, I feel like Vailan is kind of the odd man out right now. He couldn't even get a start in this game. And I, I, I think he was very sought after by, by Die, but I don't think Lee Blackett has as much of a soft spot for him. So he, he isn't out now, Dave. Man, he's not going to play any other position. You know, mm-hmm. he learned more or less learned from Billy um, while at Saracens. So he's that's basically the mold he's in. Um, mm-hmm. But he's just he, he's missing something. He's he's chunky. So that's yeah. probably a big part of the problem. And we, you and I both know that one of the biggest problems with Billy is when he's not in shape, he's not mm-hmm. as effective. So, you know, I think that comes down that to might be what we're talking about. 
Yeah, I think that's what, what it really seeing. comes down to. Go, go, go find the guy that worked with Billy and Big Will Skelton, and and you might, uh, or I think it's a right. woman actually. Um, uh, but go find, <laughs> go find them and, and yeah, self on, on a food plan of some sort, buddy. Because if you can cut down some of those uh, kgs, yeah, you might see a lot more playing time. Yeah, because I mean, like if you know, if you're a, a class player, even if you're a little chunky, you should be able to work in a start between you know now that it's almost split squad. Mm. Um, but he's a reserve in, in even the midweek game. So yeah, he's got to get his shit together somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I do want to, <clears throat> excuse me. I do want to highlight a couple guys. Um, we didn't touch on this last time, actually another, another guy we didn't touch on this last pod. What is going on with Duncan Weir's hair? Oh my God. What is going on with that lid? <laughs> that is he's, like he's, blowout he's, on a blowout. <laughs> he, he, he looks like, an in-shape Jonah Hill from Superbad. <laughs> might, that might be the best way to put it. Oh, God. That is like, that's so much lid. I've never seen that type of lettuce. on. Oh. It's really not on him. <laughs> and and it's, it's funny because he still has the little, you know, little baby chub to him. Yeah, he does. Um, he's, not, he's not out of shape. He's just got that little chub. Yeah, so he's always it just, had it, that. Yeah. It, it's just a very, uh, oh, my God. Very solid look. I, I can mm-hmm. absolutely appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good lord. Um, yeah, I do want to highlight a couple of guys um, that that played pretty well that most people aren't going to know about. Um, Beck Cutting got himself over the line first one. I believe that was his first try in in Premiership, but he's only had two starts or two games. So rather, so uh, good on him. <laughs> I know it was just a little mall over try, but the whole team basically joined it. But <laughs> hey, it works, man. Whatever you get, you get over. You get over. You don't. You don't forget it. So mm-hmm. uh, great on him. And then. Um, you know, we, they have some young – this team has some young backs um, that Alan Simons is probably just going to let off the chain because he has nothing to lose. And Yeah, what else he got? What he's got next year. Um, Nick David's very good. Um, mm-hmm. Every time he plays, he's very good. Um, so I would not be surprised if um, if they lose anybody next year, I, I would say he's going to slot right in. Um, mm-hmm. No problem. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the bench this, this uh, either midweek or this weekend. So – I think he's. I think he's. Uh, I think he's earned some playing time at the very least. So good on him. Uh, yeah. So Worcester do come back. They take care of business. They kind of right the ship and the. I mean wasps. After, or yeah, sorry, wasp. That one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it was Worcester well, for a little while. Yeah, it was Worcester for a little while, and they remembered, oh, we're Worcester. We, we're, we're, <laughs> we're not we're legally allowed to win this game. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure they knew that, <laughs> but yeah, wasp did right the ship. Um, yeah, they had some good. They had some good substitutes that helped them on, obviously, and uh, mm-hmm. they were able to take it home. And they they are sitting pretty in third. So they um, if they can, if Blackett keeps yeah, them going passed, in the right direction, right? They passed Sale for third now. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that was yeah. that was a big loss for Sale in more than one ways. Many, many, many. All right, let's go over to King's home because this was fun. This was so much fun. Gloucester uh, so twenty four, Bristol thirty three. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I had well, to, I had to give it a little look here and there. I was I was technically working at the time, so I could only, I only had it on <laughs> on mute in the background, and I was so frustrated. I, 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 this because this I was waiting for this match and it's friday afternoon mm-hmm. and i don't want to be at work anymore but yeah no kidding right it was and it was worth the uh the price of admission mm-hmm. when on, on the rewatch it had very much rewatchability I, I would oh yeah recommend. totally totally um i mean we gotta talk about semi red rogers uh yeah in the premiership yeah he 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 came in with a bang bang off the rust i mean the saracens were a tough team for him to first play yeah. um you know but yeah he but they didn't feature the him anywhere near Against Saracens, they didn't even try to feature him 
the way they did in this match. Yeah, they found a way wow. to get him the ball, and he made them. You know, he he That's he probably what he did. Well. He probably went to them and was like, "Look, just if, if if you have the opportunity, give me the ball and and, and run off of me. That's all you yeah. have to do. Run off of me." Well, yeah, and I they mean, got the, they got the message. <laughs> yeah, um, Max Malins goes over uh, Saracen's loney. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> good for him. He's 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 proven he's still fairly fairly quality. Last time I checked. And then uh, yes. Henry Purdy uh, was uh, able to um, benefit from the two try assists, and then obviously Rod 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 got his after slipping through a tackle and being able to reach over the line. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, I mean, this was a this was this was an excellent. And match. he even helped but, Thacker yeah. get over. He he was he was the mall <laughs> support. He was on Thacker's ass when he finally pushed over. So yeah. you know he had he I, I would consider that another try assist. So <laughs> that's that's just me. <laughs> yeah he's um so i mean this this is a scary looking bristol team i mean we'll get mm-hmm. into a glosser in a second but very frightening this is a, this is a very frightening uh, bristol team and i mean you look at you look at the lineup they just put out it's still a fucking good lineup and it's like and, uh no charles Piatow. think about that right as good and as they he's in, were he's in the midweek team this week here right as good as they were they still could have had a Piatow. Uh, another Piatow out there um, yeah. tearing shit up. So yeah, Cialy's gonna have a have a seat this week here, the midweek right. here. Um, yeah, I mean it's they, it they is have, terrifying. There's there's still more to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not mm-hmm. their fully functional battle station. No, no, this and is, yeah. While we're on shit, here. while we're on shit lids, um, Tiff Eden, <laughs> what the fuck is that, dude? <laughs> Oh my God, that's bad. That is bad. <laughs> uh, that's one of those you can get away with that if you have like twenty caps, and everybody's yeah. like, okay, you know, that's almost like a like a Marler kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but if you're just a kind of a scrub player, even on a prem squad, that's not a. <laughs> what is ton, going on with that? Ton. We got to talk. What is going on with that? This is not making a good showing. No, it's not. <laughs> it was not a good showing at all. Um, yeah, I mean, and um, one more player I want to highlight, um, and you know, it, it's he's not talked about enough, but he's so good, Chris Vui. Um, You know, he, he lineouts and tackles. The man doesn't do anything else. He'll run support lines and carry when he needs to be carried. Mm-hmm. But and he can run with ball in hand. He can when, when given. Yeah, <laughs> when given. But he's got right. enough runners on the team that he doesn't. He doesn't need to be the guy. So, you know, between guys like Earl and Nathan Hughes and, you know, and, and Sinclair and, and, mm-hmm. and Harry Thacker, he doesn't need to be the guy. No. Um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, Chris Ruby, just unsung hero right now. But, you know, with the amount of lineups he takes and, you know, the amount of tackles he makes, he doesn't miss very many on top of that. So, right. um, you know, loads of credit to him, loads of credit to Pat Lamb for getting this team right and, you know, getting two big wins right off the, right off the, the bat uh, on the restart here and, Keeping his team, you know, alive for maybe a semifinal at Ashton Gate. Yeah, and they've really they've awesome. pushed away. You know, they sail losing two in a row. That hurt them so bad. Hurts yeah. them, and so so so. You know, Bristol being able to to overtake them, or mm-hmm. and push and get. I'm sorry, push some distance too. You know, having played Saracens one week, like yeah, you're not you're not expecting it, but you, you really, if you're sale, you got to beat one of, mm-hmm. you know, the Quins and Exeter. Like you, you can't can't lose both those games no absolutely it was um, it was definitely a, a bad news for them when so, they lost so bristol or Brist, you know sales bed shitting is is bristol's gain here mm-hmm. 100%. putting that much more distance between them and and fifth place mm-hmm. yeah let's um let's go over to the guys that um were on the wrong side of the scoreboard but still very good um definitely put put up a fight for pretty much the whole way um <laughs> 
Chris Harris is really good. He's not yeah, talked about I, I, enough. He's no, not talked about are, enough. I, I was trying to describe this game to Jess after, you know, the, after kind of half watching it on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, this is, if anything, it's a battle of literally world-class 13s. Um, yeah, you have he's the very best 13 good. on one of the best North, uh, Northern Hemisphere sides, and you have one of the best backs in the world playing mm-hmm. 13 on the other side. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was as much as it was a semi Rodriguez show and he, he's getting all the glory, fucking Chris Harris had a hell of a day. Mm-hmm. Um, he, Excellent. He, yeah, he kind of got screwed over a little early. They didn't they didn't use him right early, but then they kind of gave him the Rod Roger treatment in it. So it was like, two, especially those last ten minutes that the last ten minutes that Gloucester played. If they played that whole match that way, could you imagine how awesome this game would have been? As opposed to, <laughs> I mean, it's already it was, really watchable. So. It was already intensely watchable, but those last ten minutes, Gloucester just opened it the fuck up, and all they did was the same thing that that uh, uh, the Bears were doing. They threw the ball to their uh, to their outside center the 13 running a hard overs line and having players run off of him and and you know they ran off of harris and he was you know getting you know breaking the line making those offloads you know didn't he have a try himself like he did um you know yeah five 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 defenders beaten two clean breaks (laughs) you know 45 meters doesn't say a whole lot but the fact that he was able to give away a, a try assist because he was usually looking, himself. yeah, because he, he was looking to to offload it. Like he was looking to be just the guy who broke broke the line, like mm-hmm. the little tip of the scalpel, and let someone else get get through behind it. Yeah. And Absolutely. nobody was really doing that in the mm-hmm. first half, anyway. It got it got yeah. better, especially late. So, um, yeah, if you if you were a young thirteen, um, <laughs> this this is a match you should rewatch again and again because you'll yeah, learn two a lot. of those guys for sure. Um, two more. Th- guys i want to point on for gloucester and then we'll move on <clears throat> excuse me um this kid varney <laughs> i mean he's got two and two and <laughs> that line was a that line that he scored off chris harris um yeah i mean that's a good scrum half line we know there are guys in the premiership that you know we we hail for running that line mm-hmm. you know the the cares the rhinax who's not obviously not there anymore um you know the spencers so on and so forth this kid's got – and he's got speed for days. He's got speed mm-hmm. all out the wazoo. So, um, I hope he starts this midweek game. I really do. I, I'm yeah, very, he, he, very interested in watching him. And you could tell the, the, the way the guys reacted to him too was something. Because he would make – he made a couple of mistakes. You know, bad service. Led to, to, to two knock-ons at least, I think. And they just came over to him like – yeah, dude, you'll get there. It's it's a little bit, you know, every the game's moving so fast for him, but they were they're encouraging him. So it's not like they're yeah. they're you know, you see if it was a a more veteran scrum half, they might, you know, show him up a little bit, but they're mm-hmm. they're over in you know in, in his corner. So good good teammatery out there. Yeah, absolutely. And he's um if he gets a service up, I would I'd be looking over my shoulder if I was Joe Simpson and Willie mm-hmm. Hines for sure. Yeah. Um yeah, Bellicott and and Braley are both gone, but this kid's this kid's taking advantage of it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, loads of credit to him. Um, and we talked about it real quick. Um, Pledry just not getting enough carries, you know. Yeah, uh, that guy needs that guy needs more carries. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, you know, Ben Morgan's not available right now. We'll see what happens um, in the midweek. Maybe he'll become available. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so Gloucester twenty four, Bristol thirty three, and things have definitely flipped in the first two weeks the premiership um with you know results like this and sale and exeter and so on so we shall see how we go on from here it's gonna be interesting um let's go to saturday 
Allianz. I want to hear the excuses, Harlequins fans. I want to hear the excuses that you're going to make because I know you're going to make them. Shut up. This was basically the team that they're going to play in the championship. Shut up. This is your – yeah, this is like your team, Harlequins. This is it. You know. I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, Okay, well, actually, you know what? I shouldn't say that because you know who really should have started in this match? Paul Asike. (laughs) A little bit. God. I mean, he gets a double in, what, 20 minutes? Right. It sets up another – and like in the last in the last one, yeah, because Steele scored off him. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the last the last match was begging for Paul Asike. They could have crushed Sale if he was in that lineup for at least twenty five minutes, and they left him on the bench. Guzzy, what are you doing? What are you doing? Get Lang out of there. Great, you have a second distributor. He's doing nothing else. Mm-hmm. Fucking pull your head out of your ass, man. Like this is a good team, and you're screwing them by picking the wrong player. Come yeah, on, man. And, and let's not act as though the the team across from them was like the the, the Saris at full power. Like, no, I mean Sam not even close playing, to it. for God's sake. Yeah. Although he had a great day. But <laughs> although I would highly recommend buying him in uh TRM, in TRM was he right now. You said one twelve. Um, yeah, he was like, like one ten. Uh, he was one ten at least last I checked. Um, and maybe not for the midweek game because I can't imagine he's going to play right after that effort. Uh, I'm guessing. Um, Mako yeah. will, will, will handle that. But mm. I think he's going to be your weekend uh, loose head now. He, yeah. he looked so fucking good. Yeah, I love it. That was, that, that was that, great. The run and the no to, you <laughs> oh, know, man. For, first, you, you know, to pound the fullback, excellent work. And then you know your job <laughs> is done and you offload to the guy who scores the try. Or no, <laughs> that was a great run. offload. Too. Go through, not yeah. Take it away from him. That was a great offload. Right. Um, so, it, yeah. yeah, that was that, that's a, a high quality prop right there already right. I'm, I'm i'm willing to to you know i, I was worried about him obviously because of his age another mm. young guy but um because at that point you look for mistakes like um not to to pick on him but uh, abo toyenbo uh, he yeah, had, a, you, he had a couple yeah. of, of of inexperienced mistakes not yeah. like you know the, the when he knocked on the the kick he was in pretty good position but the ball kind of knuckled on him mm-hmm. you know and ex- that's experience you know we get a year or two as a as a prem 15 you'll, you'll you'll be much in better position to do it than you know your first or second match absolutely yeah um so but but cream didn't really show any of that rookie stuff except you know maybe in the scrums but yeah sometimes it's, i mean you get a, while, a couple of wily yeah. veterans across from you they're gonna know all the all the little cheats so right but i'll take the you know the way the the saracens mm-hmm. pack worked anyway yeah it, it, he can he can give away a couple of those and that'll be all right they'll they'll yeah. learn them back yeah um yeah, I'll let Davies played very well. Obviously, he got himself over the line. Um, yep. What didn't even notice that he was like different. Yeah, you know, no. he, he was he was just as good as any scrum half that played for Saracens. So um, that's a that that that's that's a load of credit to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for the Quins, you you can't spot a team a lead of this magnitude and take twenty minutes to wake up. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, like you know, and and they're gonna those that don't know the rules are gonna bitch about the Lewington try, but. It doesn't matter, really. It doesn't because you can't. You cannot spot a team that's yeah. one your derby rival and two of uh, the quality of the Saracens. You know, and and take your and take yourself out of the game all, almost the whole time, with the exception of the goal line thing that um, Don Brandt knocked on um, for tw- for sixty minutes out of an eighty minute game. That's just not a way to win. You know, I'm sure Gustard's going to rip into them this week. Like yeah. that was fucking awful. It really right. wasn't good. Yes, they made it interesting because they woke up and Paul Asike fucking turned into a monster. 
Right. But you know, but it's, like yeah. you and I, like I, so we, Jared and I are, are seasoned athleticists. I'd say we kind of understand that, you know, the third, thir- you know, you don't bug a pitcher during a no hitter, things like that, you know, little, little unwritten rules, <laughs> but like with about 15 to go, I, I like, I texted Jared. I'm like, so the Quins need three converted tries just to tie it. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I never felt at that point. I was like, this, you know, we didn't say it, but it's like this game is over because it doesn't matter. You know, even if the Quins yeah, do somehow score three <laughs> tries, which they didn't at that point, um, <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. think um, they still give up, you know, a stupid one because that's what you're doing when you're pressing that hard, something stupid like that's going to happen where you charge down a kick, everyone's on side. And then, you kind it's of in your space tri-zone. out on what's it's going in your, on. Your, yeah. Your wingle area. Like, yeah, it's up your butt. <laughs> like, I mean, and they were, they were begging for Marlos pass to be forward. Right. And it was nowhere near forward. forward. It wasn't even nah. close. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. And uh, I, I commend Ridley. Um, he had a couple of bad decisions either yeah, way, but, and he wasn't super consistent, but he's still better than I would take him over Carly. I'd take him over fully. There's a couple mm-hmm. of referees that I would take him over. Um, and he's still he's still fairly young, so I'll yeah. give him credit and, well, and let it let it slide. When he does something and then he turns around to make the call, you're like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> like he's he's like, a, I mean, he has such a youthful look. He does. That's that's he a, does. He looks like he's it, a kid. It makes it, it's disarming. Yeah. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, <laughs> like, all right, yeah, he made that. Okay, whatever. Uh, you you'll get him next time, kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> what else are you gonna say? Really hard to say otherwise. Um, yeah, let's hit on two, two more guys for the guys in black and we'll move on. Um, Rhodes and Atoje just otherworldly in this match. When the hell did Michael Rhodes become Fijian? Like he is carrying that <laughs> ball and offloading like he's from Fiji. Good Lord. <laughs> and he was winding it. He, and he's as a wind up artist, you know, as he always is. Um, I think yeah. when you do stuff like that, it just makes it that much worse because he was just like kind of showboating out there and then telling them all about it. Yeah, he kind of was. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Matt Simmons is a dick, but yeah. when, he, when he passed on Lavisa's head, it's like, oh, now you're just trying to start, start shit, Rosie. Yeah. Good job, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, I know where this came from. As soon as Rose was in the middle of it, I was like, Simmons is yeah. a dick, but I bet you Rose is at the heart of this. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> so, yeah, and then Mario Otoje is just, He's otherworldly. Who? I mean, yeah, that guy. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, and uh, I saw it in uh, last note, um, I promise. Um, I did listen to um, Billy V on The Good, The Bad, The Rugby, and mm-hmm. he expressed how much he – his the, the squad is genuinely pissed when they lose, even now. Mm-hmm. Even with – like, without with nothing on the line. Yeah. They're ge- still genuinely pissed when they lose. So, to me, that – that speaks volumes of this club and it, it makes me just more proud to be uh, a supporter of this team. I, I, you know, those that can't see, I'm, I'm wearing uh, one of my Saracen shirts. Um, you know, it just makes me love this club more. It really does. You know, it, the fact that there's nothing on the line and these boys are still frigging trying to put boots up people's asses. And it's just, it, yeah. It's and that's, dope. it's not as though they're like get fighting and getting scrappy about it. They're like, and, and losing or whatever. No, they're, they're just taking it out on, on the opposition like mm. we're gonna put we're gonna take it on the scoreboard um and then obviously tell them about it later um, on yeah yeah so like yeah and and they have that uh everybody steps up mentality you know i mean maitland's not usually an 11 
Um, Played well. Goes this out week. and has a hell of a game as an eleven. So they can they can do that, and you know they they. He's not usually not that much of an attacker, but he had to mm-hmm. you know, put in that position. He'll get the job done. That's yeah. kind of the way they are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dom Morris did reasonably okay. well, but had his own hiccups. Hope he's okay. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. going to have the hiccups, but he's got a, he, he had a decent guy standing next to him for the most yeah. of the match with Brad Barrett. So, um, yeah, and they were able to, they were able to overcome that. You know, mm-hmm. they had Cicino at 13 and Farrell at 12 with yeah. Manu in, you know, so. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Saracens take the Derby match, thirty-eight twenty-four, and Quinns get to go home between the tail with the legs and wonder what if, what if we didn't take sixty minutes to wake the fuck up? Yeah. So, never know. All right. Um, <laughs> let's briefly go to the stoop. This was not pretty. Um, Irish three, Northampton twenty-seven. Uh, listen, I, I watched. I, I was recapping the highlights earlier. The the highlights of the first half were literally forty seconds, literally oh. forty seconds. So yeah. just let's just shovel the the first half into the ditch and let let it be there because it was terrible. It, it was not good. Half how good? Yeah, like I I think we came in right after the Saris match. Yeah, and it was twenty minutes in. It was only three nothing, and I'm like, yeah, we had. Well, I'm not shot. bothering to go back and rewatch that half. No, because. I didn't either. I didn't either. <laughs> uh, Hassel Collins had a near. Had a near try. He missed mm-hmm. the inside pass. That was, yep. you know, he, he he had a couple of those moments where it was, eh, yeah, just missed. Just missed. Um, yeah, the, so there's there's two highlights I want to, or three three people I want to highlight in this in this match. One is um, Nick Asikwe, <laughs> who Whoa. ended up being man of the match and was everywhere. And w- when he hit, he hit. He made people feel it. He did not miss. Um, Fifteen tackles. Good lord. Uh, and he didn't miss <laughs> so that's the other thing. and his lineouts he was he was great you know he's, yeah. he he could run that line out and he's been there for what a month mm-hmm. you know and that that just and he and he stole a couple of theirs and just yeah yeah the 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 guy is amazing and you know I, i've i've spoken glowingly of what i think of nick Asique and he didn't do he didn't do a disservice to me by any means whatsoever mm-hmm. um in that in that glowingness so so here's here's what's amazing because you see this in in a lot of american sports i I was i was kind of this was rolling around an old duder's head over over the weekend (laughs) um in a lot of sports you see a guy who's like you know maybe going from the fuck we see it a lot in in, here in new england um Mm. how many times in the in the early 2000s did we see somebody some receiver lighted up with tom brady and then go to another team only to eat it you know eat ass like eat a gigantic dong right like it just it, it was not working out um these guys you, you we, we've talked three saracens who have left and i'm sure we're not there's, there's a couple more that we're not talking about i mean singleton played fine for the weekend singleton played the, amazing Gloucester, yeah. so yeah let's not forget about him either let's not forget about him so i'm sure the guys that are on loan elsewhere will be fine yeah but it's like they're they're not they're playing just as well as they did when they were at saracens they're showing the same exact level of play and 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 contribution mm-hmm. um it's just looking like it's that much more because that that's they're playing at that high you know, they're playing at a very high level um yep. they're not making mistakes they're they're do, you know doing the, the small things right and it's showing up for their team mm-hmm. yep so that's i mean loads of credit to the kid i love him yeah um alex mitchell's look, m- making a lot of people kind of forget who carlos Reinick was almost not quite but close 
Eh, not like, me. I liked having Kobus Radnick on my fantasy team. Well, I did too. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> Packers can't be choosers. Um, but yeah, he looks very good. Um, he looks all right. Yeah, he looks pretty good. He'll do. Uh huh. Um, Collins, Tom Collins on that try. It's exactly what I've been waiting for because mm-hmm. he's been fucking. He gets. He can be so lost into a match, and then the way he gets into it is a, is usually something stupid. So um, <laughs> yeah, maybe just try and get him the ball a little bit more. Um, was. And you know, Ludlam will eventually get a try someday. Freaking idiot. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was um, final note on this one. Was Tempest maybe a little too patient with Irish? Just with all the penalties that he was blowing up. Um, I think I, I, don't know. I, I felt I, like uh, you know, uh, for one of this, and we heard it was great to have Flatman on the on the comms for this one because he's a front rower. Um, you know it. it you heard him just like say like where the fuck was this like two tries ago like two penalties mm-hmm. ago what the fuck yeah and the one that it looks like Lillian's gonna be able to fall over he fucking blows yeah. the penalty try I'm like what the hell was the point of that um I appreciated the um the the awareness to point out Kepu and that he might have stopped he probably stopped the try so he binned him and awarded the penalty try um which would have been Mikey Haywood's um, new dad. Uh, oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I was kind of big guy. <laughs> I was kind of pissed that Haywood didn't get over, but uh, yeah. So <laughs> yes, he was. He was way too lenient on them. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah, he could have pulled that shirt. Like I, I was thinking back to the, um, the Harlequins mm-hmm. and Exeter from round what was it, twelve or something like that. Yeah, something um, like that. A couple round, a couple weeks before the the, lockdown. the penalty try to end the match. Um, yeah, I think it was Ridley. Yeah, that, that was Ridley. And, yep. But that was like that was like three or four penalty, you know, penalties all in a row. Maybe a little yeah. bit more than that. Like, oh, there was so many penalties in that sequence. This when one, this the sequence was just were like, knocking on it. Yeah. Um, but in this case, it was just yeah. I was I was waiting for you. Like you kind of knew it was coming. It probably should have happened earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, or just fucking award the try. Just let it go. <laughs> and let Ludlam fall give, give over. Haywood, yeah, give Haywood, well, Ludlam or Haywood the, the, the try and, and let's play on <laughs> something like that. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, something like, to that go. effect. So, yeah, penalty tries are oh, they're annoying. Unless you have to give a penalty try, just give the person who scored the try or, or would have scored the try. Just say yeah, no, <laughs> we can help it. Yeah, we're warning that try. Fuck you, no penalty yeah. try. Just <laughs> that try. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's um, Irish didn't do themselves any favors. Three twenty-seven. I know they had a slightly changed lineup, but still, just not justifying themselves by any means whatsoever. So um, the uh, yeah, they gotta freaking figure out what the hell they're gonna do over there at the stoop um, stoop two because mm-hmm. obviously that's where uh, Quinns usually play. Um, let's run over to uh, Welford Road real quick. This game was over by halftime. Good God. Um, you know, a, a, a class of the front row for Bath. We knew we knew they were good. They, you know, they torched a very deep-powered Leicester team, and man, did it show! Like four was, front row tries. Yeah, birthday boy got one. Yeah, Bruno Albano. <laughs> good on him. Um, you know, <laughs> and one of them might have been a little, eh, but you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna point that out too hard. <laughs> um. I mean, I, I really don't want to just like one side this whole thing, but before we do, did <laughs> anybody stand out for Lester? Um, not in a good way. Yeah, so I can tell the, you that like, Johnny McPhillips's no. boot did not. Oh that, my god, that was that terrible. stood out. <laughs> that was so bad. That was so bad. Um, so bad. Lavanini with with the uh, should have been yellow carded. 
Um, he's a hammerhead. I can't. Be- I can't believe. Like he's carried over the bad things that he had in the World Cup to this. Yeah, it it's, just, it's not working out well. Nope. Um, th- those were the two that stood out. Honestly, un- and unfortunately, you know, Ben mm-hmm. White. No, nah, not even really. No, not really. Tried. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it, I was watching him, and it wasn't like fantastic. It wasn't great. I mean, it wasn't bad. No, nah, he was, was put into a shitty situation, unfortunately. Yeah, he's he's doing all right. Yeah, I mean, and the two really, the two Lester tries came in the last twenty minutes, and Bath had taken their foot off the gas. Let's yeah. be real. You know, Priestland was off. Matavesi was playing ten. I will mm-hmm. say, Matavesi and Redpath both both played very well. I was very. Impe- I I wanted to actually point that out. I really liked Redpath. Yeah. I really liked what he was doing there. Lots of promise for the both of them. Yeah, I I hadn't seen that. Of mm. course, I mean, look where he was playing. Yeah, um, so that was the wrong place. A- if he's going to play a decent game, it seems like Hooper wants to uh, – he's got the backs to, to open it up if he, if mm-hmm. he wants to. Um, this is definitely a better team to play, in my opinion. And this and then It's also what they actually really need because, you know, yes, so so now it's become kind of a, a thing, but uh, for me anyway, um, mm-hmm. like – McConaughey scores, but he doesn't really like like they 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 and he ha- he didn't really affect that much of the game. Like they're not and he covered quite a few meters. Wolves. These are these are yeah these are great wings that Bath have. It's I'm not shitting on them as players, but damn, you never know if they're going to get the ball the whole match. Like mm-hmm. they could you know McConaughey's had two two back to back weeks with tries now, but. He had 86 meters goes, this week. Not too bad. He goes like three, the next three matches and not even touch the ball. Like it could just, the, just the way that their kind of backs don't distribute. So if they can get a red path in there to be a second distributor, um, mm-hmm. that, that it might be exactly what they need and yeah. what really those, those wings deserve. Cause yeah. fuck, I want I still haven't seen Rocket Aguni really opened it up yet at all. Yeah. He's not since the early part of the season has he uh, really yeah. been able to get. And, and Watson wasn't going. getting loose, so it's like yeah, that was sad. You know, Watson, for for all Watson's the, the yeah, so for all the passing that they they you know Priestland's been doing, their tens have been doing. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not getting wide enough, um, often enough. No, yeah, no, no doubt. So so yeah, I, I like Red Path there. Yeah, maybe I'll get some more shots here. Sixteen thirty-eight. Lester go down to Bath. All right, um, let's move on to some fancy items. Um, so FYI, those that are playing in the FRD leagues, number one, you better be vying for a spot because you'll get a spot in our champions league, um, next season. Um, so this week is uh, this week and last week, obviously are as normal round week 16 doesn't come up till round 17 and the two Monday games don't count. So pull your (laughs) heads out of your bums with that one. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we're, when we get to start sit here in a second, just kind of keep your eyes alive for that one. Round 18 is is as normal. That's the semi first semifinal week because they're going to do two semifinal weeks. Looks mm-hmm. like uh, round 20. So again, skip over the midweek. That'll be semifinal week two, and then skip over another midweek um, midweek game week and go to round 22 for the final. So just kind of keep your heads on a swivel for that one. All right, um, woo! Start set. Um, who goes first? Maybe that's the thing. Who does go first? Hold on one second. I think. <laughs> You do, yeah. Wasp sale, you're up. Okay, wasp sale to the Rico. So this is for um, TRM only, right? This is TRM only, um, and I was actually I was just remarking with Jared. I was pretty impressed with the uh, the way I was able to pick the player. I only had to change like three of the players that I'm, I'm going to mention here. Um, it I was shocked because I I just 
was was right. I like being right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just surprised. I'm like, how am I going to pick these these players? I'm going to say, ah, these are the guys who I think played last week but didn't play this, mm-hmm. you know, this past week. You know, wild guesses, but some are pretty pretty obvious. Like Will oh Rollins, uh, Jack Willis, Tom Young, Dan Robson. All of them were were, were likely players that, since they didn't play. Yeah, uh, those guys are on the weekend anyway. Um, I was surprised that Umaga uh, gets the start. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were going to go Gopperth and maybe bring Umaga in off the bench, but instead uh, start Umaga, um, start Bassett because, hell, he looked good the last time he played, and, and you mm-hmm. never know. Um, and, and again, the, the back line for, for Sale is not going to be their normal back line. So um, it's, it's hard to treat them the same way you would their normal defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to sit on the sit side, uh, Jimmy Gopperth, Fekitoa, Kibarigi, Minazzi are guys you, you don't want on your squad this week. Mm-hmm. Um, for the other side, Sale, um, Ross Harrison, um, not a bad starter prop. Um, James Phillips, like he's a he's a points eater when he plays, um, just doesn't play often enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Curry, Will Cliff, AJ McGinney, um, and sit uh, RJVR and Luke James. I would have had you sit the thirteen, but he's not. He's somebody who's not even in the game yet. Um, so yeah, don't play him. New, so don't play him anyway. <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know. All right, um, Bristol and Exeter. Um, Exeter are actually leaky, believe it or not. In their fan, despite how good they mm-hmm. are, um, they're eighth. Yeah, they're eighth in TRM. Um, Bristol put a pretty pretty strong lineup out in front, um, and they the only position that is a tough thing to say um, to start for against Exeter is the scrum half. So everything else is probably mm-hmm. in play, if not definitely play. Um, so start Sheedy, Piatau, Rod Rodra. These are kind of no brainers. Um, Luatua definitely. Um, Hughes, Sinclair, yep. Morahan's played really well since, since the restart, so go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Thomas is actually a fine start. They're, back, they don't, they're not strong against yeah. back rows. Um, right. Piers O'Connor in a pinch is okay. Um, the only thing I would avoid is Ed Holmes and Harry Randall. Yeah. On the other side, Bristol are a tough outfit to play against, actually. They are. They're a really tough fancy outfit to play against. Um, you know, they're, they, have a, they have a slew of positions that are either second – they're either fourth or above. They're, there's a reason that they're third, that they're third toughest. Um, but there's still some good options for you from Exeter because they're Exeter. Um, Jack Yandel is a, is a fine play if you have him. He's, out, he's usually mm-hmm. a really good play. Um, Hepburn's okay. He's still – he's a top-scoring top prop for whatever that's worth. If you have him, play him. Um, Sam Skinner is probably okay. Armand, he's probably he's not playing eight, but he'll still get the ball, so don't worry about it. Kirsten, yes, if you have him. If you have, if you don't have him, don't go finding him. Um, Woodburn has played really well. O'Flaherty's played really well, so go ahead. Steenson, if you have him and you're in a pinch, go ahead. Um, Phil Dolman and Dave Dennis is a nope, nope, nope mm, on no. those guys. Dolman at thirteen. Yeah, no I, thanks. You know what though. That's probably where he belongs anyway right now at this stage of his career. Um, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure that's necessarily a good thing for him. I'm, I, I don't know that that's exactly – yeah, I think that's one that's called Damning with Faint Praise or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Something like that. You know, he might make a really good flanker at this stage of his career. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh, man. Sorry. Yeah, you, uh, we're on you. <laughs> okay. So on to uh, Allianz, or is it? I don't even know if it has. It, has the name changed yet? It hasn't changed know. yet. All right. Um, Saris against Gloucester. Gloucester mm-hmm. looking to uh, try to claw back into this. Mm-hmm. Um, Saris looking to to just run their guys. Uh, I'm I'm assuming again we don't. So these are lineups we don't have. So so here's where we're getting fun. 
Um, no my shit. assumption is that Mako is going to play. Uh, so you want to start him. Um, Kapoku likely playing. Uh, he's a start. Um, Venter, I'm not sure. I mean, he's a signing. He might be ready. I'm not sure. Um, Maybe. But, but if he is, start him. Uh, then the other Vunapola, I think Manu is likely to play mm-hmm. um, at 10. I think um, Daly hopefully is playing in the center. Sagan on the wing. Um, mm-hmm. And Goody at 15. Now, if, if Goody is playing at 10, do not start him. But if yeah, he's playing no. at 15, start him. Yeah, he's more um, valuable my, there. My, my only sit for, for the Saris would be Sassino because he's he looked good the f- week one, week two. He he didn't fit in. Nope. So uh, I'm not sure. I, I, I'd hold on to right him there. for now. Yep, that's um, a wait and see right there. On the Gloucester end, um, Freddie Clark, Ben Morgan, hopefully is available, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, Willie Hines, hopefully is available. Um, you know, you'd like to think their captain would, would play at some point. Right. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be the midweeks. Uh, and Charlie Sharples. Um, I would sit Woodward and Atkinson because I'm 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 not sure that they're going to get much ball. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Atkinson is usually quality, but usually only an FRD actually. So maybe, yeah, exactly. He's not, not so he's not really a TRM point scorer. Yeah. Okay. Um, Leicester and London Irish. Um, <laughs> shocker of the day: the Exiles are super leaky. They're bottom of the league in points against for fantasy. The only position that they are not in the bottom three: props and second row. But you know what? There's a prop on the other side of this game. His name's Ellis Genge. You're playing him. Um, if Martin happens to be a guy they throw in there, fine. Um, George Ford, yeah. Matt Scott's actually not a – he's actually quality for what they have, at least, um, at center. So, go ahead. Um, Youngs, Callum Green, Liebenberg, yep. Um, the other Youngs, Tom, is is fine. Harry Wells, especially if he plays at six and not locked, that's fine. Um, Enterverse probably an okay go if you happen to have picked him up. Um, Tafua, yes. Olofella, I'm going to give a green light to on this mm-hmm. one as well. Um, Dan Cole, he, number one, he's way too fucking much money, but mm-hmm. no, he, he's useless. Um, he's like 400 pounds and he doesn't do a damn thing. Um, Laranini, <laughs> Yakotata, George Worth, Hardwick, all pine him, please. Um, on the other side, this actually might be a decent fantasy game because it's going to freaking probably light up. Um, <laughs> the, the Tigers are also fairly leaky they are ninth in on the bottom end of that that's not great um for the exiles uh, they obviously had a big change team in the mid in the midweek uh, or the weekend so midweek you might expect a little bit more coleman um blair cowan if he plays hassel collins and hoskins are fine if they play to and maybe um loader rona hopefully rona's shoulders healthy um kepu might play yeah, it didn't look fun. yeah no it didn't um Kepu, if he plays for Hoskins, is fine. Hopefully he doesn't get, pick up another yellow card. Um, <laughs> Dell is fine as well. Phipps, um, good. Cornish Orma, too, if you have him, fine. Homer is probably going to play at fullback if he's playing. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably a good place to pick him up. Heptim is solid. Um, if you have him, he's prob- this is probably like the one week you're probably feeling pretty good to play him. Um, Gus Creevy, if he comes into the lineup, I would definitely throw him in there if you bothered to pick him up. Um, the other side of it, I would go ahead. And Pine, George Knott, Ben Meehan, and he who shall not be named. Mm, as always. Mm. Um, Worcester versus the Quins. Now, this one's going to be interesting because, mm-hmm. as we were saying before the pod, who the fuck are Quins going to be playing? I have no idea. Um, because, like, you look right, through their probably. roster, and they've been playing. They played their, their essentially their, their same side both weeks. So mm-hmm. they haven't really shown much variability in their lineup. And now they're those two; those guys are are you know they're limited in terms of how much time they can get. 
mm-hmm. um, in a certain amount of time. So, yeah, they're going to have to switch over their roster a lot. So I, this one, um, I'm looking at Worcester and thinking there, there's some points on the board for them, uh, mm-hmm. possibly. So yeah. um, I'm guessing Molds will be at, at hook. Um, he's Yeah, or net. Starter. Either one. Sorry? Or net. Or net, but I'm guessing it's Molds. Um, Might be, yeah. Just because I think Annette played and played a lot this this past match. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Grasler, um, Hill, and Lewis and Kvesic mm-hmm. are probably going to be your 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 uh, back row. Uh, those are all obviously starts. Hugard, um, Searle at ten, who looked good when he played last uh, last time, mm-hmm. and then Ashley Beck and Ollie Lawrence are are, are I would say are both starts. I, I think, love Ollie Lawrence. Um, Ollie Lawrence, I think, especially in this miss, in this match, could. Uh, could do pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have any Worcester sits in the moment because I think they're going to get enough um, attacking Base. that, that yeah. you're in, or if the, whoever else is playing, you're, you're not going to mm-hmm. buy him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the, the Quinn side, I'm guessing it's going to be uh, Joe Gray, Danny Kerr. If Esther Husen is, is actually ready. He's in the country, so he's, he's available, I think. Right. He's available. It's just if he's actually ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chris Ashton. Those are, those are the guys that you're going to want to – um, the only ones from Keep Quinn's, your, I think that you're going to want to look at. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, let's go over to Northampton and Bath. Um, so Bath are, Bath are another club that's kind of, that's pretty leaky. They're 10th, third in the center. So maybe just keep that one in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's guys that probably played this past weekend that might get more action in the midweek or not. If they play in the midweek, just remember they're probably not going to play next weekend. So just keep that, keep mm-hmm. your eyes peeled for it. In either case, um, Guys that would play Laws, Tiamana Harrison, Isikwe if he plays, um, Ludlam if he's got the gas to go, um, Furbank as well. Furbank's played two eighties the last last couple of weeks, so mm. yes. Um, Ribbons and Tom Wood are probably okay. Um, Dan Bigger, yep, he's probably if you have if you have him, mm-hmm. he's probably somebody that you're going to want to play. Um, yeah, Alex Moon's play. usually Alex not a, Alex Moon's not a bad buy, um, and he probably won't do too bad in this match. Um, mm-hmm. The big T, Naira Varo, go ahead and give him give him a whirl. Um, Haywood's only played one match this, so far, so he might be playing, so keep your eyes peeled for that. On the other side of the coin, um, if Grayson plays, I'm going to go ahead and pine him. Hutch as well, and Malander. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hutch, Hutch, I need to see it from Hutch again. Um, yeah. I know he's got – we all know he's got it, but I need to see it from him again before I can start recommending him. Sorry, buddy. We love you and all. Um, on the other side um, – Saints aren't Saints are kind of middling. They're seventh, so no big deal. Um, so the Bath players are going to be the guys that you would expect. Um, Mercer, you know, if anybody from this past, it looked like Hooper was trying to make some changes to make sure he could play some of these guys this week. So that's why I'm going to give him recommendations on him. Uh, Mercer, Dunn, Priestland, McConaughey, Ewells, uh, Obano, Stuke. Yeah, you uh, the um, the second rows there actually quite, uh, the uh, Saints are quite bad against usually. So um, keep that in mind when I'm saying things like Yules and Stuke. Mm-hmm. Um, Obano, jo- JJ, uh, Jonathan Joseph, Will Stewart, um, Josh McNally, uh, Underhill, yes. Uh, Spencer, yes, but anybody else not named Spencer at Scrum Half, do not play him. Um, they're actually kind of tough against Scrum Halves. Uh, Metavase, your red path if you're stuck, and Falatau is way too expensive for what you get out of him, so no. Mm. Okay. Um, actually, hey, look at that. I'm back. We're back to back for me. Um, sale Bristol. Let's go to the week 17. So just kind of keep in mind. Are we going to do that, a start of the week, set of the week? Oh, yeah. That's right. We got to do that, too. Yeah, oh, we got to um, do that. There we go. Then we can get on to that. Um, oh, start of the week. <laughs> I should have done this the first time, and I didn't have the faith to do it. Didn't have the cojones. I'm doing it again. If he plays, my start of the week is Mr. Nick Asequay from the Saints. Mm. Um, ben De- even Ben Denell found a way to get 24 against the this Bath team. 
and that is a nobody. So I have yeah. total faith <laughs> that this guy can do it for sure. Well, my start of the week is comes from that match where I said it's probably going to be a points fiesta for for the one team, mm-hmm. um, and it's the guy who all he does is produce. Um, so I'm going to go with Matt Kavesic for for Worcester. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I'd be looking for some points out of him. I bet you he does quite well. Uh, start of the week um, <laughs> I, is for the uh, for the Wasp, from the Wasp sale match. You know, shocker, I'm going to go out of that match. Sale are just one of the toughest outfits, and I don't care if they're not playing the usual guys. Um, mm-hmm. Jacob Mumaga, sorry, this is not the place to play him. The last four fly halves they faced have less than 20. Three of them are named Sips, Marcus Smith, and Joe Simmons. Mm-hmm. So that's that That doesn't bode well. Um, and my sit of the week is going to be uh, Luke Morahan, actually. Ooh, interesting. Um, I'm just not certain that they're going to. he's going to get put in a position to – uh, to do well, I think I, I didn't write down my uh, my rationale, but I'm pretty sure I checked. Uh, you know where I think he'll be playing, playing versus versus Exeter. He's playing 12, isn't he? Something like that. Is he? At the moment. Playing, there we go. Say, is he playing in midfield? Yeah, that might that might be enough reason to say no. Not not with that. All right, um, to the next round to the weekend. So just keep in mind, you know, chop and change all the teams. You know, we're gonna take our best best back at this, obviously. Um, we'll give as many FRD recommendations as we can. Um, as we mentioned before, Bristol are so sale Bristol, Bristol and sale are both tough. So it's going to be really hard to pick out the, the fantasy stars from this one um, mm-hmm. for sale. Dupreas are probably fine. Um, Curry. I wouldn't play Curry's fine, except in FRD. I wouldn't play him. Um, what was the other one I was thinking of? Ocker uh, is probably okay. He's he usually finds ways to get loose. I I don't love Faf, but you know if you if you bought him and if you bothered to draft him, you probably are stuck playing him. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, um, yeah. Rob Dupree is a, an FRD only guy for me, honestly. Um, John Ross is a no. Um, Sam James is an FRD only guy. The centers are going to be tough to say yes to, honestly. Um, ben Rensburg, Tui, Sam Hill. Mm-hmm really tough um ludes a no until i see it from him and the sale front row is a no but you kind of have to because of the limitations that are gonna come up on us here so yeah (laughs) you know if you can get away from him get away from him maybe you can snag some snag that other front row that's still playing (laughs) Uh, and then obviously against sale it's really tough but the the uh, the guys that you just have to start earl thacker sheedy Bowie. uh you know if pietal plays um i don't think you'll see rod radra um I think it'll be interesting to see that that you know that Southern Hemisphere style attack versus Sales defense. Maybe Sale are just set up to play against uh, maybe. you know the, the the ground ground and pound. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Um, if Sinclair plays next weekend, I would say uh, I would put a big fat no on him. Um, yeah, who else? Uh, their second rows just stay away from that. Uh, Bedlow, I don't know why the hell I put put him down here. That was stupid. Uh, Alapate Leua, Benjamin. I haven't seen anything good out of him since the restart. Um, and the Bristol front row again. If you can get away from it, get away from it because it's not scored well. And this is the wrong front row to go against in this situation. And uh, Quinns uh, versus Saints mm-hmm. um, again. Projections uh, start Louis uh, and and Simmons. Um, the, the, Northampton give up points to to locks, so they're they're good options. Uh, Don Brandt, Lundejo, Smith, and Lasique. I'm guessing Lasique is going to be starting that match. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, all starts any format uh, for FRD only. James Chisholm and, and Marchant are, are 
are guys yeah. you, you, you want to look to. Um, and then sit, no matter what, Earl Morris and Brown uh, for the Saints. Um, start Haywood, I'm assuming is equal. That's how he, he's going to be their weekend guy. Um, Maybe, yeah. Midweek. Uh, Ludlam, Mitchell, Grayson, and Matt Proctor all should score fairly well. Um, for the, the FRD only, start the front row, uh, Furbank and Collins, and sit Oluwafello. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Ryan. Not your weekend, dude. Not your weekend. All right. Um, let's go Exeter Worcester. The, whatever team Exeter put out, they're probably going to have a field day. Worcester are another team that are very leaky. They're 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, really, they really struggle. FRD, FRD, they're also 11th. So yikes. Um, this could be <laughs> so a field day. So if you day. have them on Exeter, just, just play them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to be pretty much, um, the the highlights I want to I want to give on FRD for no are either scrum half neither have performed super well. Mm-hmm. Um, Cuthbert's okay. I guess he'll be okay in FRD. He'll probably be in a pinch because of the lineup the lineup issues. Um, Gray and Skinner will be TRM only guys as well. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, like the front row, Woodburn, Steenson, Dolman, Kirsten, Hogg, especially Hogg. Good lord, that's a mm-hmm. no brainer. Um, yeah. You know the, the guys that you're definitely going to play. Go ahead, roll them out there. It, sh- it shouldn't be that tough. We talked about Exeter's numbers before. Um, they're sixth in FRD for whatever that's worth. So, again, a little middling. Um, the guys you're going to definitely play are the likes of Hugard, um, you know, Lewis and Ted Hill, uh, Kvesic. You know, you just kind of have to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, just too, they're just too good. The, you know, you don't like it. Um, either Hooker, nah, pass. Um, Ollie Lawrence is probably an okay play, really. Uh, Bresler is not a bad play in TRM. FRDs all locks are worth a damn at least, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and you know we'll see. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then uh, Weir, Weir or Searle, no, 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 stay away from that one. <laughs> not yeah, in this no, match. No, not in this not match. That match. No. Um, Gloucester, Leicester. Um, <laughs> uh, this should be. Um, I hope, hopefully, you know, if everything goes right for Gloucester, they do to Leicester what uh, mm-hmm. Bristol just did to them. Um, just looking at their, their likely lineup, mm-hmm. assuming it'll look like the one this past, uh, this past weekend. Uh, so you're looking at Singleton, Slater, Ludlow, Paledri, Joe Simpson, Cipriani, May, Thorlow, and, and uh, Louis Rees Zamet uh, mm-hmm. running against that, that Leicester team. Yeah, I'm liking all of them. Start them all. Mm-hmm. Um, FRD only start 12 trees and, and obviously the Gloucester front row. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would actually even look at, you know, if you're, if you're struggling for a prop, um, you'd probably do all right in this match if you grab one of the Gloucester props, whoever might be starting. Um, mm-hmm. Or if it's a name from their reserves, might get, might get some good playing time. Yeah. Um, on the Leicester side, um, Luke Wallace seemed to, to be a presence this past Saturday, especially on the, the fantasy, fantasy rugby board. Yeah, so, fantasy day. You got to um, try. And, right, and Ben White uh, also might produce for you. Um, FRD only, yeah, aforementioned Johnny McPhillips and mm-hmm. uh, potentially Harry Potter might get you some points. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Other than that, I, I really wouldn't be looking to, to pick anybody from Leicester. Yeah. So let's make this real easy. Saracens and Irish. We know how bad the Irish are against, against fantasy. This is TRM only now that we're on to a Monday game. So there's no okay. FRD available for this one. Um, I'm going to tell you the guys that have ownership and the guys that you probably don't want to even come close to in terms of. Uh, playing them. Other than that, they're all in play against this team. Um, mm-hmm. The two guys are both props, Barrington and Cock. After that, just let it go. You know, Davies, Wilson Croft, Rhodes, whatever your your fancy. If you happen to be in a pinch and you need to pick up somebody like Don Morris or Cicino, this is the fucking day to do it. Mm-hmm. Manu, in play. 
Wiggles, who's usually terrible in TRM, he's in play. Okay? So just keep that in mind. Um, other side of it, Saracens are second in TRM. Oops-a-daisy. Wrong <laughs> day to play some of these guys probably. Um, so the, the big thumbs up for, for, these guys, for the Irish on the other side. Coleman, Cowan, Hassel Collins, Hoskins, Tuasui, and Loader. Everybody else, I'm fucking trying to duck. Maybe Phipps mm-hmm. if you're in a pinch. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, everybody else I'm trying to duck, honestly. And to wrap it up, Bath versus Wasps. Um, I'll make this really easy. Bath, start their entire front row, because all they do is fucking score oh, tries. They know, fine. Um, they know where the try line is. <laughs> Underhill, Falatau, Redpath, and McConaughey. I'm, I'm moving McConaughey into my, into my start. He's earned you know two tries and 20-plus and points two weeks in a row. Um, okay, fine. You can, you, you can work your way into a, uh, a start now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, sit Priestland, Rockadaguni, and Watson mm-hmm. um, until they, they start you know, they start looking good. Right. Um, for the Wasps, uh, basically, again, the lineup that we just looked at uh, or talked about, Cruz, um, the Ogre, uh, Tom Willis, Velikot, <laughs> Umaga, Marcus Watson. Yeah. Um, it, I, I think at this point you want to sit for this match, you want to sit their center. So Mills and mm-hmm. Le Bourgeois uh, are, are, are guys left, better left on the bench or off your team. Yeah, definitely. All right. Do you have a start of the week for round 17? I do. Um, My start of the week, um, I know he's in the midweek team this week right now, but um, I have faith. If not, I'll pivot to one of his teammates. It's fine. Uh, My start of the week is going to be a guy I spoke glowingly about already. His name's Tom O'Flaherty. I think think he'll find room. I think he's going to I think he's going to do just fine. uh, Right out there against, against Worcester. So um, yeah, that's that's especially at Sandy park. That's right. that's a huge thing. So this will be a. I think this is a no brainer. Start him, captain him if you want, and play him in your FRD lineup for sure. Yeah, and my he won't be available for FRD, um, but just based on it for especially for TRM, the points he's going to be putting up are going to be worth that uh, mm-hmm. that buy in, and that's going to be Billy V. Going to yeah. should have a, a a very large day against because <laughs> he's likely yeah. going to be playing and and. He didn't really – he wasn't a star, I would say, of this past week, but mm-hmm. uh, he put up some decent fantasy points. So right. um, I can only imagine what he's going to do when he actually tears through people. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, yeah. All right. So um, my sit of the week um, comes from the Sale-Bristol match. It's going to be a tough one. Um, me pers- And this is one that you've already thrown out there, and I think, um, I think it's probably accurate in this case as well. Um, Bristol are a tough outfit to play against. I know Sale are equally tough, but when they get into these tussles, they don't find many fantasy points. And a guy that costs a lot in TRM, especially, um, or not a lot, but it's still a fairly significant price tag, uh, Dan Dupria. Mm. So I'm going to go ahead and say that's okay. going to be a tough day for them. That yeah, sucks for him. They're, um, he's, been yeah, a, they're, he's been a good point scorer for me. So you're saying I should get rid of Dan Dupria? I don't know if I would get rid of him. Just, that's the fantasy advice I'm being given here? <laughs> I would say I would bench <laughs> him for that match. That's for sure. Fair enough. Um, and then uh, my set of the week, um, guy, guy we, we glowingly talk of. He's, he's, clo- he's, he's close to friend of the pod status, I'd say. Um, <laughs> but I just don't think he's going to score you many fantasy points and, and uh, against the Saints. Uh, so I'm going to go with Mike Brown. Yeah, I like Brownie, but um, I like him, but might be right I'm on that. Not going to be. I'm going to be sitting him this yeah. week. Yeah. All right. So that starts it. Rapid fire. We got a lot. We got a lot of them to do. Um, starts. Uh, pick them. Uh, ben took the lead. 
after last week, Woo-hoo. only by a game. So get, keep your short time. We got a lot more to go. Um, wasp sale. I have wasps. Yeah, same. Sale need to show me something first, and yep. I don't know what team they're putting out there. Oh, I do know what team they're putting out there. I'm not 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 that uh, yeah excited about it. Yeah, same. Uh, Bristol Exeter. Going side piece, Bristol. I'm going Bristol too. Going Hart. Yeah. Uh, Quinn's Worcester. Got it. Yeah. I got Worcester. Again, yeah. what, what side are Quinn's – that's what side are the Quinn's putting out and how we'll are they going to even stay in it with – you know, they're not going to do what the Wasps did. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Quinn's. Okay. Yeah. Um, Series Gloucester. Hey. It's be tough. All right. Again, what are Gloucester going to put out there? Um, so I, I, we know we, we know what Saris are going to put out there likely, and, and that mm-hmm. should be more than enough to be Gloucester. Pretty much no matter who they put out there who will be available for this yeah. match. They did win at King's Home earlier this year, and it was almost a full change side against mm-hmm. mostly their first team. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Saris too. Leicester Irish. Oh, boy, this is not fun. Ugh. <laughs> Puke. Oh. <laughs> you know who's going to win this match? Me for not watching it. <laughs> Yeah, this will be a breeze through next week. Um, I will go. Oh, I'll be brave and go Irish. I'm. I'll go with. I'll back the home team. I'm gonna back Leicester on this one. Okay. Maybe they'll put it together for the against the Irish. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Northampton Bath. Mm, I'm gonna go with the Saints. I'm going Saints. Yeah, Saints are my boy Chris Boyd. All right, to the weekend. Uh, Sale Bristol. A Bristol. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I think they'll be riding high after that one. Or they'll yeah. be pissed, either one. Um, Quinn's Northampton? Quinn's. Yeah? Yeah. All right. This one, I think I think Northampton's going to kind of shut the bed a little bit, and, and Quinn's are going to show some, some more testicles than yeah. they've, they've showed the past – well, at least last, last week. I'll, I'll ride the green and black. I'll go Saints. <sighs> Exeter Worcester. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, Gloucester Leicester. Jeez, also, never mind. Yeah, Gloucester. never mind. Home team, home team. Yeah. Um, Irish series. Saracen's got this done kind of ugly last time, but yeah. I think it'll be fine. Bath Wasp. This will be interesting. I'm going to go with Bath. Yeah. All right. I think I'm going to go Wasp. I think the Wasp, I think Black, it's going to play really well. I like what I've seen out of Bath um, for the most part, but yeah. I think they've also had some meh teams to play against. So we'll see. All right, um, and then Super Rugby AU, Brumbies and Force. Duh, yeah. sorry, Force. Mm. Love you guys and all, but no. And then Rebels and Taz. Um, Taz didn't look that good, and I like the Rebels a little bit better, honestly. I, that, that's, I agree. Yeah. All right, so we have a few different, so we'll see some separation likely this week. Yes. All right, cool. We got it in. Thanks for sticking with us, guys. I know it's uh, yeah. this is, these are, these are, these are tough, these are tough weeks. Um, it's lengthy, not... but it's not that girthy, so it's okay. No. <laughs> Thick. Um, <laughs> okay, so we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Um, you know, I'll put some timestamps in the. I'm definitely gonna put some timestamps. So if you, <laughs> if you missed it, um, maybe I'll go forward and maybe I'll go back and put a recording on the beat front end of this thing. Um, but I'll put. Uh, hopefully, you, you picked up on the timestamps and were able to um, weed through what you wanted to hear and what you didn't want to hear. Um, but yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, it's it's going to be a wild week of rugby for sure. Um, get your TRM upgrades. It's only going to help you, I promise. It's mm-hmm. only going to help you. Um, but until then, it. we will come back next week and try and keep uh, – we'll try and highlight only the matches that we really feel need to be highlighted. We won't yes. bore you with – 
14 matches next week. <laughs> Good Lord. We didn't even have this much during the World Cup. Good Lord. No. Oh, All right. All right. Well, hey, <laughs> COVID is COVID. We got to just adjust and go with what we got. All right. It's going to be fun anyway, watching it. I'm, I'm yeah. so excited for midweek rugby. Yeah, so we'll probably we'll probably do this on Tuesday next week so we can get the numbers crunched. Right. Um, but until then, um, thanks a lot for hanging out with us. Um, download, rate, review, email us, fancyrugbypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, tweet at Ben and I. If you have questions, um, I'll put the Twitter handle in the, in the notes. Other than that, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks a lot. Later. Cheers.